You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are still in our series, All in Nothing. Our text will be from Colossians chapter 3, verses 5 to 7. It's quite long, so I would like us all to bear with me as we read this. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. Put to death, therefore, what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of this, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life once you live, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as this, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on new self which is being renewed in the knowledge and in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has grievances, grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love, which, is, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Verse 15, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through songs, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And last verse, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Father, thank you for your word. Your word is powerful, and we expect great things from you today. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Just like the Pastor Saul said, I'm Pastor JR. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm actually assigned in Muntinlupa. I'm the brother of Pastor Jonathan, and obviously I'm younger. <sighs> All right. And we're still in our series, All and Nothing. You see, we're studying the book of Colossians. And the primary uh, theme of the book of Colossians is the supremacy of Christ. The preeminence of Christ. He being on top of everything. Why? Because He is God. He's the creator of the universe. And He's the head of the church. And this Jesus Christ that we call Lord. Amen? Do you call Him Lord? This Jesus Christ that we call Lord fills us and He completes us. That's why it is only to Him that we could say, You complete me. Alright? And through the gospel, through the gospel, we declare that we are justified. Jesus declared that we are justified and righteous. Look at your neighbor. Okay? Wala ka na magagawa dyan. Tingin ni Lord dyan, justified. Okay, righteous yan. By the way, I know that this is an English service, so don't worry. I'll speak 90% English, 70% Tagalog. So I know you'll fully understand. But the big question now is, yes, we're declared righteous, but how do we flesh it out? Now that we have been declared justified and righteous, how can we live a righteous life? How can we live a life worthy of the Lord? You see, it is one thing to be declared righteous, but it's another thing to live righteous. Whether you believe it or not, when God looks at you, okay ka sa akin bata. I love you. You're righteous before me. You're accepted and loved. 
But then, God wants us to live righteous. And this is our topic for today. And topic for today is living for Christ. Let me tell you a short story. And this is a story of Lazarus. Yung binuhay ni Jesus. You remember? And this is a very vivid picture of our spiritual journey in Christ. Namatay si Lazarus, and then Jesus came to bring him back to life. And here's the story. Jesus once more, deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor. It has been there four days. Like what I've told you, this is a picture of our spiritual journey. Before you came to know Christ, the Bible said that we are dead in our sins. We stink. The Bible said that we are but filthy rugs in the sight of God. And in the original language, filthy rugs, sa Tagalog, ito po ay, baka yung iba hindi makarelate, ito po ay gamit na pasador. Okay? With wings. Yung iba say, ano daw? <laughs> Charmy with wings, okay? Gamit na pasador. That's what we are. We stink before the sight of God. Now, in verse 40, it says there, Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? You know, every time a person will get to know the Lord, the glory of God is revealed. The Bible said that legions of angels are partying in heaven. Sa Tagalog, laksalaksang anghel ang nagdiriwang sa langit. Nagpa-party sila, siguro kinakain nila laksa. And then verse 43, it says there, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out. Buti na lang sinabi ni Lord yung pangalang Lazarus, no? Kasi kung hindi, come out! Baka lahat ng patay, oh! This is our story. The salvation that we experience is indeed a miracle from God. It is the greatest miracle that anyone and everyone could ever have. But God is not done yet with us. Amen? He did not just save us from hell and so that He could bring us to heaven. If that's the only reason that He saved us so that we could bring us to heaven, the moment you said, Lord, I accept you in Jesus' name, Amen, He just killed you. Why? Baka magbago pa isip mo. Daling ka kita sa langit. But that's not the purpose of God. Rather, He wants to change us and use us as a display. As a showroom of His glory. Katulad ng mga, mga showroom dyan sa, sa, sa pote alabang. Di ba? He wants us to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. And this is where the battle begins. After we have professed our faith, suddenly the things that didn't bother us before, suddenly it bothers us. Before, cursing doesn't bother you. Cheating doesn't bother you. Lying doesn't bother you. Because if you want to cheat and lie, you just lie. Hello. If you want to curse, you'll just curse. If you want to slander someone, who cares? Ha! You'll just slander them to their face. It's not your problem. 
But suddenly you came to know the Lord and you start talking. And you say, ah. You want to cheat because before you said it's better to cheat than to repeat. Then all of a sudden, because you came to know the Lord, the moment you're going to cheat, deep inside of you, someone is saying, that's wrong. Are you with me? How then should we walk this Christian life? How could we walk in a manner worthy of the Lord? How does it look like to walk this Christian faith? Paano po ba to? Sapat na ba yung nag-confess tayo? Lord, I confess you are Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it? No. You see, our faith dictates our behavior. Now, it's not about faith that is fake. Some people, they just, ah, I believe, I believe. But it's, but they don't really believe. This is a deep conviction embedded in your heart that is the very foundation of your every action. Pag magsusukli ka, di ba? Bayad ka sa mama, di ba? Mama, bayad po, sampung piso, dyan lang po. Okay. Dahil sa computation mo, 10 minus 7 equals 3, that's the truth, right? And you firmly believe your mathematics. Unless you don't believe that. Pag sinuklian ka ng piso, anong gagawin mo? Koya. Koya, ko lang. Why? Because you honestly and deeply convicted and believe that 10 minus 7 is 3. That's what you will insist, koya, kolang. Our faith, our deep conviction should dictate our behavior. So, what does the living for Christ or living in Christ means? How does it look like? In the long passage na binasa po natin, I want us to understand three favors that God did and is doing to us and for us. Number one, divine exchange. Number two, divine enablement. And number three, divine transformation. Divine exchange, divine enablement, and divine transformation. Let's start with the first one. Are you ready? Divine exchange. If you will look at Verse 9, I, I really like what we're singing a while ago about beautiful exchange. This is what happened to us. In verse 9, it says, Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self. This is actually in reference to our topic last week, the verse 1, 2, 3, and 4. We died, we are buried, and we are raised with Christ. And it happened when, it first happened when we repented of our sins. Are you with me? Now, repentance simply means to turn away from sin. Ibig sabihin po ng repentance. Hindi po ibig sabihin yung nag-sorry kayo. I am sorry. That's not repentance. That's apology. Pag sinabi naman na, I'm sorry because I cheated. That's confession. Hello? Repentance means, Lord, Mali yung cheating. Mali yung uh, 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 ginawa ko. I'm sorry. I'm turning away. I don't like it anymore. I want to turn to you. That's repentance. But the problem with repentance is when you turn away from sin, but you do not turn to anything else, you go back 
to your sin again. Are you with me? That's why when you turn away from sin, you turn to God and that's where faith comes in. Sabi nga, you have put off your old nature, you have put off your old self and all your bad habits and you said, Lord, ayoko na yan. And now you put on your new self. Question. Basta nakakasala pa ba ako niyan? Of course! You just said, Lord, ayoko na nito. But because we're still in our human nature, we still have our sinful nature in us, magkakasala pa rin tayo. Pero hindi na tayo nagdiriwang, we do not rejoice anymore with sin. Right? We get convictions. Why? Because we have put on our new self. We have now our new nature. So, that's what we believe. Amen? That's what we believe. And sabi ko kanina, faith dictates behavior. We believe that these sins are not the will of God. So, we turn away from it. We have been born again like spiritual babies. But God doesn't want us to remain babies. Right? Sino po dito mga apostolic? Yung may apong inaalagaan. Right? When you see a baby, you know, you know what? All babies are cute. Nung baby ka, cute ka. Nung baby, hindi ko alam kung... Pero say, hey Lord, cute kayo, don't worry. If after 10 years, 20 years, you're still in diaper at nagdododo ka pa rin, <laughs> you're no longer cute. We have a problem. God doesn't want us to remain a baby. He wants us to progress. He wants us to start walking in this walk of faith, to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. But He did not leave us to fend for ourselves. He enabled us to walk this walk of faith. And this brings me to my second point, divine enablement. It is divine because it is not from ourselves. He enables us. We cannot do it on our own. We cannot survive this Christian walk solely on the basis of willpower or positive thinking or hard work. Why? It won't work. It sounds good, but it won't work when you are walking the Christian walk. We need God's power to fulfill God's command. Listen to what God through Paul, commanded us in the text that we've read, there are three commands. Okay? Tatlo po yung inuutos ni Paul. Mamaya, it must i-discuss ko to in a bit of detail. But let's see kung yung command. Sabi niya, put to death whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. Sabi niya, patayin! Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Okay. Gising pa ba? put to death mortify it second command says but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as this anger, rage, malice, slander filthy language from your lips sabi niya, you must rid yourselves of all such things as this ang ibig sabihin po ng rid yourselves is also to put them all away isa-isang tabi muna yan the third command, sabi niya, Therefore, as God's chosen people, 
holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Clothe yourselves means to put on. Okay? You put it on. Clothe yourselves. So ito po yung kinokomand ni Paul to everyone of us, particularly the book of Colossians. But I want us to focus on the phrase as God's chosen people. Okay? Holy and dearly loved. Last week, we talked about our position in Christ. That we are justified, that we are righteous, and that's what it means. That we are chosen. So, say chosen. chosen. Sa Tagalog, pinili. Although alam po yung iba sa atin dito, nagpunta dito kasi kayo'y pinilit. Yung iba, pastor, di ako pinilit, inuto ako. <laughs> Sabi no, kakain daw kami makdo. <laughs> Oo naman ako, sige. <laughs> Pero tayo pinili ni Lord. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Maniwala ka sa hindi, pinili yan. That's what, that's who we are. It is God who's saying, I have chosen you whether you like it or else. <laughs> you are holy. Say holy. holy. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Pag nagpe-Facebook, sabi mo holy. <laughs> holy ka. Hama. sa atin ni Lord. Banal. Hindi na natin, we don't need to wait for 20 years, 50 years for us to be canonized and be declared holy. Because in the letter of Paul, every time he will write, he will say, to the saints in Ephesus, to the saints in Colossae, to the saints in Rome. Kaya pag ako po ang gagawa ng aking epistle, sasabihin ko, to the saints in Tunasan, to the saints in Alabang, Tignan mo yung katabi mo, living saint yan. Maniwala ka sa hindi. And we are dearly loved. We are acceptable to God. Why? Because we have been justified. We have been made righteous. Every time God will look at you, what He sees is Jesus. And just like how God said to Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. When he looks at you, he says, wow, this is my beloved son. <laughs> this is who we are. Many of you are our employees. Just imagine with me. Your manager, general manager or president comes up to you and say, and tap you at the back say, hey, good job. I like what you did, man. You're the man. <laughs> how would you feel? Maybe this is how you feel. <laughs> is there anything else you want me to do? <laughs> uh, I can do all things, man. Why? Simply because, good job. You see, this is what God is, sinasabi niya, you are chosen. You're holy. You're dearly loved. And you say, ah, I can do all things through Christ. Are you with me? That's what enables us to obey the Word of God. It's not because of us. 
It's not because of the willpower. This is who we are in Christ. So because of who we are in Christ, ano sabi ni Paul sa Romans chapter 8, 13 to 15? For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. You are a child of God. And because you are a child of God, you are able to put to death the misdeeds of the body. Are you able? Yes, you are. Because that's what God declares. You are a child of God. You have now a new nature. We are no longer a slave. Tingnan po ninyo. The spirit you receive does not make you slave so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry, Abba, Father. We used to be slave. We are dead in our sins. Meaning to say, you can't do anything. You are a slave. But then God set us free, gave us a new nature, and we are free to make another choice. We either... <laughs> <laughs> whether you will obey the, the flesh or you, you will obey God you're not free we have a choice choice to honor God and walk in the manner worthy of the Lord and it is through this nature that God enables us to follow Him without this new nature we will still be slave to sin now when Lazarus was dead he cannot do anything. Have you seen anyone dead doing something? Yeah? Nakita na ba kayong patay na naglalakad? Zombie lang yun. O kaya sumasayaw? Zombie yun. A dead man don't do anything. Patay. He's dead. But by God's enabling power, he rose up from the grave. Let's read. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out. His hands and feet wrapped and strips of fine linen cloth around his face. The man came out. And that's what happened to us when God called us. Samia, JR, come out of that darkness. And so we responded to God. I told you, this is our spiritual journey. Right? Yung iba mga mga pharmacies, mag-ingat kayo, inahabol kayo ngayon ni Duterte. Mayroon yung pharmacies, nititinda ng druga. Yung iba, mga, iba-iba ang pinanggalingan natin. But then, out of darkness, out of our deadness, said, come out! So ikaw naman, oh, Lord! We experienced the miracle of God. He started to walk. And we started to walk in the power of His enabling grace. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say, No! no to ungodliness and worthy passion and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. The moment God called us out of darkness, He has given us that enabling grace that we could say no to sin. Everyone say no. no. Everyone say no. no. 
May lumapit po sa akin kanina, sabi niya, Pastor, pag-private na banda ko kasi na-addict na ata ako sa e-games. Ang hirap-hirap. So sabi ko, well, kaya nga, di ba, pinirich ko, God will give you the grace. So nga po, Pastor, ang hirap-hirap. But by the grace of God, you can say no. Opo, Pastor. Okay, you say this, say it. No. Ang hirap talaga, Pastor. Yeah, I know. You, you said, no. No. Sabi mo, no, Satan. I will not go. Oo nga, pastor, ang hirap. You see, by the grace of God, we can say no. When the devil teases you and do like this, you can say, ah, no! When the lure of the world, the lure of, of riches, to do something illegal just to have to gain something. Kumakaway-kaway sa'yo. You can say, no. Why? Because of the grace. It teaches us to say, no. Because in our new nature, God is speaking to us. And say, you can say no. That's a trap of the enemy. Ang ganda niya, Pastor, eh. Kay maganda pa yan, kay guwapo pa yan. No? Kay guwapo pa yung humawak sa kamay mo, kamukha ni John Lloyd. Eh may asawa ka na. You say, no. This is what God's divine enablement do to us. We can walk this walk of faith by grace and we can walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. This is what we believe. And I said faith dictates our behavior. If you believe that the grace of God is in you, you will live according to that. Faith dictates behavior. And as our faith dictates our behavior, we are transformed and conformed into the likeness, into the image of Christ. And this brings me to my third point, divine transformation. After saying, yung pong Si Paul po, patawas niya sabihin yung chap, uh, chapter 3, verse 1, 2, 3, and 4, that we are dead, buried, alive in Christ. Verse 5, the very beginning of the text that we have read, he said immediately, sabi niya, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. And he began to mention all those sins. Now, if you will take a look at this, kung sa military po, meron tinatawag na covert operation. Have you heard of that? Covert operation is something that is in secret. Nobody knows except the, pe- the people who organize it and the people who carried it out. If there's a covert operation in the military, there's also what you call covert sin. People wouldn't see it. Nobody would know it except you and God alone. Tama? If you commit sexual... Uh, palagay ko naman walang nagkukumit ng sexual immorality in public. Tama? Wala naman siguro nagkukumit ng yung mga evil desires nila na nakikita. No, sana nga, no, yung merong si Lord, nilagyan na lang tayo ng monitor dito sa ulo natin na lahat ng nalaman ng utak natin lumalabas sa monitor. Tapos tinanong ka ng asamo, saan ka galing? Sa office. Dapat <laughs> nakikita! Tugs, 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 tugs. <laughs> Huli ka! Nobody could see it. The evil desires, 
the greed, the lust, impurity. These are covert sins. Then Paul continued on. Sabi niya sa verse 7, You used to walk in these ways. Dati ganito kayo. In the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as this. And he began to mention anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. This is something, kanina kung may covert, ito naman overt. People could see it. Pag nagwala ka. Diba? People could see it. Rage. Anger. Covert. Tapos overt. Dapat ito, wala sa atin. So, hindi lang yung inside, kundi pati yung outside. Now, let's go back to the story of Lazarus. Ano yung nangyari kay Lazarus? Tingnan yan. I'm going to make a point. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and cloth around his face. Sabi ka nun, meron siyang linen. Nakabalot siya. Kasi minamamify nila yan eh. No, parang mami. No, parang yung noodles na kaganon. Mami. Na. <laughs> now imagine with me. Okay. Imagine with me. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth! Naka, nakabalot siya ng mami. Nakabalot ng mami. <laughs> nakabalot ng linen. Lazarus, come forth! Lumabas siya. Now, hindi naman siguro siya nag-levitate. Yung, Hindi. Naglakad yan. At ang background niya, Japanese. Bakit nakabalot eh? Are you with me? You see, when, we, when Jesus called us out of darkness, when Jesus called us out of darkness, we responded to the call, and yet, we still have our linen, our sins, our dirty minds, our wrong values, our, the bad words that we have. Yeah? We still have it. And then what did Jesus say? Take off the clothes. Sabi niya, Jesus said, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Kaya nung nakakilala tayo sa Panginoon, hindi tayo kagad parang, nag, parang mga banal na tayo. Kamusta ka na? Amen. No! We are being transformed. And Jesus said, take off those clothes. Take off those linen. Paul said, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. He also said, get, read, or you must also read yourselves of all such things. If we're going to summarize, this is what he's saying. Put them all away. Isa isang tabi nyo na yan. Are you with me? You see, God is not just concerned what is happening in the inside of us, our spirit, soul, mind, emotions, but He's also concerned how we represent Him to the world, to our families to our office mates, classmates, even to our household helpers. Kung gusto mo talaga malaman kung tunay na kristyano yan, tanungin mo yung helper. Bakit? Kasi yung helper, nakikita niya paano mamuha yung amo niya. Every day. Yeah? Pag dito, patas-tas tayo ng kamay. Hallelujah. 
pagdating sa bahay, iba na. We must be able to show and display the splendor of God to the outside world. If there's one without the other, tawag po doon, hypocritical Christianity. We must have both. The inner transformation or the born-again experience and the outward transformation, which is the character and behavioral change. Pero pastor, how do we exactly do that? Good question. Let me tell you a story. A Native American grandfather was talking to his grandson about how he felt. He said, I feel as if I have two wolves fighting in my heart. One wolf is very vengeful, angry, violent. The other wolf is loving, compassionate. And so the grandson asked him, which wolf will win the fight in your heart? The grandfather answered, the one I feed the most. Who will win? The one I feed the most. Who will lose? The one I starve to death. Paul urges us to put to death our sinful nature. Starve it to death. Stop feeding it with the things that you used to feed your soul. Tingnan sabi ni Jesus. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. If your feet causes you to stumble, cut it off. If your eyes causes you to stumble, pluck it out. Because you cannot cut it off. Jesus is stressing the seriousness of sin that He made this exaggerated statement to make a point. Cut it off. Put it to death. Starve it. Get rid of it. Yung porn magazine mo na nandun sa ilalim ng, ng center table, put them all away. Pastor, 10 years na lang, classic na yan. Pag binentok yan, lakang kita dyan. Cut it off. Put them all away. Burn it! Hello? Starve it! The things that causes you to sin. Get rid of it. Whether it's an internet site, it's a book, or it's a person. Paul said, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. If the people around you causes you to sin, cut of the relationship. May kakilala po ako. Magshuta ba? It is the girl who is so aggressive, nagagalit pag hindi hindi nagre-respond yung guy sa kanya. Wala ang nanay ko. Wala ang tatay, hindi ka na. Pag hindi siya nag-respond, nagagalit. Cut it off. <laughs> O oh, sige, sabi ni Jesus, putuli mo na lang kamay mo. Oh, mas mahirap yun. Cut it off. Starve to death. You see, maraming bagay na ginagawa natin are bad habits acquired po ito sa ibang tao. Sabi ni Solomon, Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Get rid of it. Marami naman pwede kang maging kaibigan, kahit unbeliever. Mayroon namang matino. Yeah? 
Then Paul continued on on his instruction on how to live for Christ. Sabi niya sa verse 12 ng Colossians chapter 3, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy dearly love, clothe yourselves with compassion. Inisa-isa niya na, ito yung mga magagandang bagay. ba? It's because we are chosen, kaya yun ang sinasabi, chosen ka, eh, kaya ito pwede mong gawin ito. With compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Sabi niya, bear with each other. Uy, basta inuman yan. Ah. Hindi, bear with each other. Indian beer with each other. <laughs> forgive one another if any has given against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave. And over all this virtue, virtues put on love, binds them all together in perfect unity. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body, we are called to peace. And be thankful. Sabi ni Paul sa Romans, rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Nakarinig na naman tayo. Ah, uh, okay. Sabi niya, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, pa- paano ba yun? Lord, paano yun, pastor? I'm going to clothe myself with Jesus Christ. How do we exactly do that? Feed the good dog. Feed it well. Pastor, paano nga yun? Ang hirap-hirap naman. Lapit na po akong matapos. This is what Paul is saying to us. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. What are you feeding your soul? Pagising sa umaga, ano yung feed mo sa sarili mo? Bukas ka ng radyo. Magandang umaga po na, kito po tayo ngayon, saan ka ng patay, sampu na naman napatay. That's what you feed your soul. Sabi mo, napagod na ako sa balita, iba naman, music naman. Tutulungan kitang malimot mo siya Ibabalik ang dati mong sigla Eh, ikaw luwaan! <laughs> That's what you feed your soul. Sabi ng Bible, oh, teaching and admonishing one another. Sa conversation nyo ba with other people, do you insert the word of Christ? O basta pagka-green jokes, nakikitawa ka na rin. Pastor, hindi ako nag-green jokes, nakikitawa lang. Ganon din yun eh. Sa playlist mo, dun sa yung iPod, kasama ba dyan ang mga gospel song? Do you feed your soul with music that encourages you? Yung iba, yung iba ang mga kabataan, ang gusto nila yung flip-top. Yun yung finifeed nila sa akin. O kala mo kung sino ka, ang pangit-pangit mo! Sasagutan mo isang kapala mo, kabo, kala mo kung sino ka. Yeah! And that's what you feed your soul. Sabi niya, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. What do you feed your soul? Wattpad? Korean Vela? Teleserye. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. David said in Psalm 119, How can a young person stay on the way, on the path of purity by living according to your word? I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me astray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Amen. Finally, Paul said with a broad stroke, sabi po niya sa Colossians, 
and whatever. No? Generalize niya na yan. Sabihin niyo nga, whatever. Whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything. Say everything. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That's where I want to focus. The word Lord. You see, walking or living in Christ is about Lordship. Living in Christ is not an issue whether you did or did not do this or that. If that's the issue, that's legalism. Rather, living in Christ is an issue of whether Jesus is the Lord of your life. Amen? If you could just bear with me, I would like to show you a short video of someone who was dead in sin, called out by God, started to walk, and his linen was taken away. And this is actually our story. Let's show the video. Si Jaime Gabrera. Na-reach out ako noong 2002 sa isang campus outreach. Pero yung time na yun, may isa kong bagay na hindi ko na isurrender kay Lord. Ito yung same-sex attraction ko. Nilihin ko siya. More than 100 different sexual partners. September 11, 2008, pumuntahan ng Manila Health Department. Nakuha ko yung resulta na may na HIV positive ako. Siyempre, natakot ako. Kung ano yung sabihin sa akin ng mga tao. Pinunit ko yung resulta sa Guadalupe Bridge. Tinapon ko. Sabi ko nga, tapon doon ako dito eh. Kasi gusto ko magpahamatay. Kasi, para saan pa? Eh, sira na rin naman ako eh. In time na yun, I asked my friend na head ng Ashering Ministry to to pray for me. Hawak-hawak lang kami ng kamay and then we're just kneeling before the Lord and praying and begging Him na yung maging resulta ay maging acceptable sa amin at maging maganda. Sabi din ng counselor, we had to run another test. Pagtingin ko, sabi sa akin doon, it's non-reactive. So hindi ako makapaniwala na naging non-reactive siya. That was the moment na pinrob ng Lord how faithful He is despite of my unfaithfulness. Dito yung sa kwarto na yun, actually, narinig ko si Lord. And I surrendered everything to Him. And na-feel ko yung love. Na instead na yung nararamdaman ko is yung guilt. Na-feel ko yung, yung acceptance. It's really the power of God na para mabago kami at magkaroon ng healing na ngayon, iniyakan ko na kapag hindi ako nakapag-devotion na isang araw dahil sobrang busy kong schedule, meron akong tatlong prayer partners ngayon. Tatlong tao na nagdadasal sa akin. And alam ko, simula nung araw na yun, hindi nagtatapos doon yung, yung sitwasyon na yun. May purpose ako noon. And I started to reach out as well to those people who are struggling with the same issue. Binigyan ako ng Panginoon ng mata na pwedeng tumingin sa sitwasyon nila na hindi judgmental na hindi sila husgahan kung ano pinagdadanan but with compassion. Yung testimony ko, yung buhay ko, yung paano ko binago ng Panginoon na ibabahagi ko sa tao at nakikita nila yung Panginoon, hindi yung paghahamali ko.
Shall we all stand up, please? Our faith dictates our behavior. We've been accepted by God. We've been saved by God. Loved by God. Chosen by God. And He enabled us to walk this walk of faith. But the question always is, is Jesus really the Lord of our lives? Or we're just here for the good ride? See, if Jesus is the Lord of our lives, everything we do, we will do it to display His glory, to display His splendor. If we're having struggles, this is the best time for us to come to God. Say, Lord, this is our prayer. Captivate my heart. Amen.